Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Welcome back to the Behind the Curtain podcast. Uh, we're in the third episode of our relationship series that I started a few weeks ago. I want to recap for you a little bit of what we've talked about so far. In the first episode, I talked about what I've learned about navigating relationships of authority and relationships of friendship. And then living in Central Europe, that could be quite tricky for an American. In the second episode, I described the experience of having a grandma of sorts in a foreign land. I talked about how important it is for expats to have relationships that help fill the void that one has when leaving their home country. And so in those first couple of episodes, I really hope that you've had a chance to just think about relationships from the perspective of an expat. That's what I'm trying to do here. Today, in the third episode, we're going to talk about neighborly relationships. Now, in the almost 20 years that I've been here, I've been blessed quite a bit in having really good neighbors. To start off today, I want to tell a story about one of those neighbors. One fall day, we received a knock at our back door, not our front door, uh, which is quite unusual for us. Um, we have a deck out there, and out there on the deck uh, was my neighbor, and he was just standing there with a basket full of apples. And he had picked his apples from his garden. He has a wonderful garden. He's, he's an amazing gardener, and uh, he was presenting these apples as a gift to our family. And we thanked him, and uh, we were pretty excited about the idea that our neighbor had thought about us, and my kids ate the apples as a snack. I was eating the apples, and my wife decided to make a pie out of them an apple pie. It was really good. And we, we were kind of basking in this idea that we, that our neighbors had thought about us, that there was this camaraderie uh, between our neighbors and us. But then we paused for a minute because my wife and I suddenly remembered that there exist unwritten rules of gift giving in the Czech Republic. You know, so when someone treats you, it's customary to present, I guess, a, a reciprocal gift. For example, every year, my wife and I will invite students to our house. You know, we'll have an American meal like tacos or hamburgers or something like that. And it's traditional for students to bring uh, presents to our family. Sometimes they'll bring a bottle of wine or maybe a small decoration. And a lot of times it's, it's candy for our children, which is, which is funny because when we do have students over or people over, we never really have to buy candy for our kids because we just have a big store of candy from the students that come over to our house. See, we give an invitation. They bring a gift of appreciation. That's the tradition. On a wider scale, I've seen this uh, in the news, actually. A few years ago, uh, when there was a transfer of power from the Obama administration to the Trump administration, uh, the Obamas invited the Trumps over to the White House. And Melania Trump, Donald's wife, um, brought a gift to Michelle Obama. And it went throughout the news quite a bit. And some people actually criticized her or made fun of her for bringing a gift. Melania Trump is from a Slavic culture, just like the Czechs. And her gift was just simply a token of appreciation. So, okay, now back to the apple pie in the neighbor. So we had this pie and my wife and I were debating what we should do next. And we decided Let's bake a pie and deliver it back to our neighbor's house. So 
I walked over the house, went through the gate, climbed the stairs to the door, rang the bell, and delivered the pie to the neighbors, and they seemed happy about it, which is cool. And my wife and I felt like we had done something really good. We had we felt quite satisfied with ourselves because we had fulfilled our appropriate duty as a resident of our Czech neighborhood. And uh, when we have a chance to fulfill a tradition or whenever we have a chance to do something right in the culture in which we're living in, that makes us feel good at the end of the day. But that satisfaction lasted only a few days because we received another knock at our door a few days later. And once again, my neighbor stood there and he had another basket of apples. And I think they were just returning the favor of the pie that we had made. And we, we graciously took the apples again, but then my wife and I just looked at each other and we started to freak out a little bit. We said to ourselves, why were we receiving more apples? What were we expected to do next? We didn't know. And there was two combating theories that we had. One, we could graciously accept the gift and allow my kind neighbor to just enjoy giving it to us. But we were worried that that might run the risk of uh, not fulfilling our traditional check duty of reciprocating the gift. The second option was that we could repay the gift back with another gift. And that way we would fulfill the duty. And at the end of the day, we decided to give another gift. And so my wife made some apple butter and we did the duty of reciprocation. At that point, thankfully, the cycle stopped. But we were kind of left wondering whether we had done the right thing or not. And that reciprocal nature of gift giving leaves us quite confused often. Uh, thankfully, we have a really good relationship with our neighbor, so it wasn't a big deal. But whenever we receive a gift now from, from anybody, we're not so sure what the response should be. It's funny, a, a few years later, we were walking past another uh, neighbor, and they offered to give us uh, a piece of fruit, a plum. And we said, Sure. What we didn't realize is that our neighbor was going to fill up a whole bucket of plums and give them to us as a gift, which is cool. We, we took that back, and my wife and I immediately went into the mode of, what do we do next? And my wife's theory was, let's get some green beans from the garden and give them to our neighbor as a thank you gift. Mine was, okay, this time we're just going to say thank you and not start that cycle. What had happened again is the confusion returned. In my imagination, I suspect Czechs live with this all the time, this this pressure of indebtedness, you know, maybe driven by, is it guilt to repay a gesture? See, this is the opposite experience of what I've had in the States. In the United States, when I go back, many people will offer to pay for our meal. And if we try to reciprocate and we try to do something nice and or, or say, no, no, we'll, we'll pay for that or a lot of times there will be a hard no. You can't even do something nice for me because I'm going to treat you. And so a lot of people don't really like the repayment idea. In Central Europe, I imagine also that the reason that people pay back in reciprocation, uh, give back a gift in reciprocation, is because they don't want it to appear as if you are lording anything over them. Freedom in a relationship with no strings attached is of the utmost importance. You know, many Czechs have mentioned to me this internal pressure uh, to repay kindness. Uh, and that kind of perpetuates the whole tradition. It has been ingrained in checks from childhood that they must kind of offset any kind word or gift or deed with another. It's because the check doesn't want to feel lesser when they're given something. And it becomes 
all about the nature of the relationship. I have really intelligent students, and they put this in perspective for me one time. My student, Adam, once said, Mr. Loy, a relationship, especially a neighborly type relationship, is like two glasses of water. When one glass becomes depleted, like someone giving something to another person, the other glass pours back into the other. It keeps that relationship balanced. Both are balanced. And that's how good neighbors stay together. They pour into one another in order to maintain this equilibrium. No one gains the upper hand. It's a way to keep the peace and the balance in the neighborhood. He then proceeded to use the two-glass analogy to describe a deeper relationship when you have a close, deeper relationship with somebody. He said, a close relationship is like two glasses of water that instead of filling the other in order to keep the balance, both glasses pour into a third glass. You both consistently contribute to the relationship together. It's not about balance. In a deeper relationship, it's like you're both pouring into one another. The third glass is a metaphor for people investing in relationship. It isn't obligatory to just keep the peace, but it is necessary to constantly give of yourself to maintain deep, meaningful relationships. And I'm going to give you an example of that. It's an example of something that I did wrongly. Uh, many years ago, I gave a present to many students. And I gave them that present with a stipulation. The stipulation was that they could not return the favor. You know, personally, I wasn't trying to do anything bad here. I was, I was just trying to remove the formal, traditional reciprocation because I wanted them to know how much I cared, that they didn't have to respond back to me. And that's where I was wrong. None of the students said anything about that. But there was this kind of feeling in the air that the stipulation that I had provided, that they couldn't return the favor, I had the impression that it weakened their appreciation of the gift. See, I had required them to be lesser in the relationship. I had prevented them from showing how they appreciated me. If we're using that glass analogy, I had told them, no, I am going to be the only one that pours into the relationship. And that's not how relationships work. You know, at first I thought that reciprocation was totally a result of guilt and pride. And you know what? In some cases, it might be. Some people just go about doing it because it's a tradition. But I've also realized that it's about a deeper appreciation. And this ritual of gift giving, it's necessary for deeper relationships and for having genuine, real appreciation for another. To the American, respecting one's boundaries is the definition of a good neighbor. In, you know, in Czech, it's the same way too. But for the Czech, there's a communal aspect that exists. What originally was just guilt and pride became an expression of thanks and appreciation, a way of investing and pouring into a relationship. And I started thinking about it. It's really a hallmark of civility. The Western world, with all the arguments and debates and the if you're not on my side, you're the enemy. With all that going on in the Western world, we need a little bit more civility. We need a little bit more of this communal aspect to our approach to neighbors. You know, We need to have an approach where there's two neighbors seeing each other as equals, appreciative of one another, and then coming together for the greater good. And that's something that I've learned from just being a neighbor in a foreign land. And I'd like to you know, ask you guys some questions. How do you handle gift giving? Do you feel obliged with it? Do you feel appreciation? In your culture, the ones, if you're an expat, in the culture you're living in, how do they handle appreciation? 
How do they handle gift giving? If you have any other questions about what it's like for the life of an expat, send them in. I'd like to have a question and answer episode. And I need, I need your questions. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at thebehindthecurtainpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.